I think one of my greatest regrets in my 42 years of, of priesthood is that we haven't priests, the church, hasn't encouraged people to attend this night. This is the one big night of the church year. This is the great event of the church. And it's shorter than it should be. Normally it's nine readings. Because it tells the whole history of salvation. From the very beginning, with God creating the world. Setting everything into motion. And it was all good. Then we hear how we, had cha we changed. We no longer wanted to follow God. We wanted to be our, our masters of ourselves. So much so that they were put into bondage in Egypt. But the Lord would send them a savior, as it were, in Moses. Leading them out, away from everything that was destroying them. And even had their struggles in this journey. But God would lead them to the promised land. Then we hear from Isaiah, who tells about this great Savior that is coming. Preparing the people, getting them ready. With great hope. But then we hear from the next prophet, Ezekiel. Really, in a way, he's condemning them. Because they're not following God's law. They're not listening to God. They're not living God's life within their own hearts. He's challenging them to reform your lives. Believe in the power of God's love. Then we have our opening prayer. Then we hear from Paul's letter to the Romans. Really challenging the people. You've been giving salvation. Now live it. Lift up your hearts and your minds to the glory and the power of God. Then we come to the gospel. To imagine what it must have been like. Here they had lost everything. At least they thought they had lost everything. And it's the women that go to the tomb first. It's interesting, each one of the gospel accounts give it a little differently. But here we hear the women going to the tomb the stone's gone. This massive stone has been moved. And they're wondering, who did this? But then they look in, he's not there. What have they done with him? But then these two angels are there. Why are you looking for him? He already told you he wouldn't be here. It dawned on him, yeah, the Lord told us that. So they run back to the disciples. You'd think they'd be overjoyed at hearing the news. No, it couldn't be. That's not possible. But we do know that Peter and John ran to the tomb. And John entered the tomb first. Even though Peter had gotten there, then John looks in and finds the burial clothes. But then he comes to believe. That's the key for us in this Easter season, to truly come to believe in the power of God's presence in our lives. That he's here. He cares for us. He loves us. He is the light of the world. May we be lifted up on this glorious night and every day of our lives, 
putting Christ first, allowing him to speak to us, speak to our hearts, and help us to love him and to love one another.